Shalom to all. Today's office is Yvomastaf Samach Beis. We are starting Samach Alfamur Beis, the second to last line, the beginning of the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sara, Basab Yaakov Maisha, Her Nishama Shadavan Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantav, Ben Asher Anchel, His Nishama Shadavan Aliyah. Now we had Machlekes Beisham Beis Hill in the Mishnah. What a person has to do to be Makayim Puravu, procreation, bring children into this world. Beisham said he has to have two males. Beis Hill said a male and a female. And that's what we start out with. Beisham, I'm Shnei Zacharm, he has to have two males to be Makayim Puravu. The Gemara asked my Tamai, Beisham, what's the reasoning of Beisham? We learn from Moshe Benu. The Chavit says in the pasuk, "Bnei Moshe Gershem Valyazer." Moshe Benu had two sons. Then he was Pirish. He separated from his wife, and he didn't have any more children. And must be to Mekayim Puravu. You only have to have two sons. And Ubez Hill Yalfinu Mibriasa Shal Eilim. Ubez Hill learns from the creation of the world. Adam and Chava were created. That's a male and a female. The Gemara asks Ubez Shalom Lilfim Mibriasa Shal Eilim. Why doesn't Ubez Shalom learn from the creation of the world? So he answers, "Ain done an Efsher Samach Beis Amon Alpha on top Mei Efsher." We don't learn something that's possible for something that's impossible. It would have been impossible to continue this world if a male and female were not created. If two males were created, there wouldn't be a continuation in the world. So Hashem had to create a male and a female. However, now that there's many females around, a person could be Makan Peruva with only two males, and those males could go and marry other females that are around. Asking more Beis Hill and Ami Lofu Maisha, why doesn't Beis Hill learn from Maisha Benu? Ami Lecha, he'll answer you. Maisha, he did that based off of his own das, but that's not something that we should learn from. Maisha Benu was unique that he separated from his wife after having only two males and not having a male and a female, but we don't learn from him. Titan, you have a brysa. Shloshi Dvarim also Maisha Midati Veskimidati Ladas Hamakim. Maisha Benu did three things based off of his own das, his own knowledge, his own intellect, and that was in agreement with what Hashem wanted. Number one was Pirish Isha, he separated from his wife, Veshibra Haluchas, he broke the Luchas, and number three, Vahaisaf Yamechad, he added on a full day, and we're going to explain what that is momentarily. Pirish Isha, he separated from his wife, my Darsh, what did he darshan? Amar, he said, Umay Yisrael, Shaloy Debreimam Shechina, Elafisha, Vekavalahemzman, Ka Yisrael, the Shechina only spoke to them for a short amount of time, and it set a time for them when it was going to speak to them. This is referring to Matan Taira, Amar Taira, the Taira says about that, Al Tekshuel Isha, everyone was commanded that they had to separate from their wives before Matan Taira. I'm designated that Hashem could speak to me at any point in time, and there isn't a specific time when Hashem could speak to me. Any time during the day and night, Hashem could come to me and speak to me. Allah has come come for sure. I should separate from my wife to make sure I'm in a state of purity when Hashem speaks to me. And this was an agreement with what Hashem wanted. Because the pasuk says after Matan Torah, go tell them, go tell Klai Yisrael, they should go back to their tents, meaning they can go be with their wives now. You stand with me here, implying that you should stay and you should not go back to your tent. The second thing he did was Shibra Saluchas, he broke the Luchas. My Darsh, what did he darshan? Amar, he said, Uma Pesach Shu Echad Mishesh Meus Vishlosh Sri Mitzvahs. The Karban Pesach is one of 613 Mitzvahs. Amar Tar, the Torah says about the Karban Pesach, Kol Ben Nechar Leyechalbai. Anyone who's a Ben Nechar is not allowed to eat it. Ben Nechar refers to a person that's either an Ivan Avaid Zara or an Apikairas. So someone who's an Ivan Avaid Zara or an Apikairas is not allowed to eat the Karban Pesach. So someone like that is not allowed to eat the Karban Pesach. So over here, Atar Kula, we're talking about the entirety of Tara, which is referring to the Luchas, Vishal Mumarim, and Klai Shal Apikarsim because they're busy serving Avaid Zara. For sure, they shouldn't be able to have the Tyra, and that's why he broke the Luchas. And this was an agreement with what Hashem wanted. Because the Pasuk says, when Hashem was speaking to Maish Rabbeinu about the Luchas, he said, Asher Shibarta, those that you broke. Hashem told Maish, Thank you very much for breaking them. You did a good job by breaking them. Over here, the word Asher is used, Asher Shibarta, and the Lashon of Asher is like the word Ishur, approval. Hashem approved of him breaking the Luchas. And he added on one day. What does it mean he added on one day? As we just previously mentioned, before Matan Torah, Klai Yisrael was commanded to separate from their wives so they could approach Matan Torah in a state of ritual purity. Hashem only told them they have to separate for two days, but he told everyone they have to separate for three days. My darsh, what did he darshan? Because the Pasuk says, They shall purify themselves, sanctify themselves today and tomorrow. So what did he darshan? The today of the Pasuk has to be like the tomorrow of the Pasuk. Just like the tomorrow of the Pasuk, it has its night with it. That means for an entire 
entire period of a night and a day, they're going to be refraining from their wives. So to the Hayyim mentioned in the Pasuk, its night has to be with it. But the nighttime of the day that we're in right now, already has left. Hashem spoke to Moshe on a Wednesday. What is the night that's connected to Wednesday in Yiddishkeit? That would be Tuesday night, the night before Wednesday day. That night, they weren't yet commanded to abstain from their wives. So according to Moshe Rabbeinu's way of understanding the Pasuk, there has to be two consecutive days that their nights with them, Kla Yisrael had already started refraining from Tashmish. So therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Shema Amino, we learn from here, There's two days they have to refrain from their wives besides for today. And this is when agreeance with what Hashem wanted, because the Shekhinah didn't come down on Har Sinai until Shabbos. And since Hashem spoke to him on Wednesday, that means that there was this extra day added on. Even though I'll be Pashas, if you just read the plain understanding of the Pasuk, Hashem had intended to give the Torah on Friday, not on Shabbos. Moshe Rabbeinu adding on a day of Prisha was agreed on by Hashem, and that's why Hashem only gave the Torah on Shabbos. But now going back to the Mitzvah Puravu. Tanya Eva Brazil Abnasan Eimer, he says, Beishama Eimer, Beishama says, Shnei Zachar Mushtein Akeva. So a person has to have two males and two females to be Mekayim Puravu. Obisil Eimer Zachar Nakeva, only male and a female. Amravuna, my time to Abnasan Alim to Beishama. What's Abnasan's reasoning according to Beishama? They'll say because the Pasuk says, Vatais of Aledes S. Achiv S. Havel, and she had a child S. Achiv S. Havel. What do we learn from this extra word S? Havel, Vachaisoi, Kain Vachaisoi. Adam and Chava had both Havel and Kain, but along with Kain and Havel, there was also a girl born. That's learned from the word S. And after Hevel was killed, Uksev, the Pasuk says, Hashem granted me another child in place of Hevel because Cain killed him. So we see the replacement was needed for Hevel, and Shase was that replacement. That's two boys, Cain and Shase, and two girls. Now, Rabbanu, they would respond by saying, She was simply thanking Hashem for giving her another child. Chava wasn't saying, Now is Makayim Puravu because I had this other child, Shase. It was just thanks to Hashem that she had another child. And Tanya Idech, we have another bride, so a person only has to have a male and a female. And now the Chiddush is in Beis Hillel. A person only has to have either a male or a female. What's Rabnasan's reason according to Beis Hillel? Hashem didn't create the world to be desolate. Hashem formed it to be inhabited. And over here, he's made it inhabited by having either a male or a female. Now the world is inhabited. And if Mario stated, A person had children when he was not Jewish and then he did gay or he became a Yid. Rish Lakish Amr Loi came Pri Revya. Rabbi Yechon says he was Makayim Pri Revu. Rish Lakish says he wasn't. Rabbi Yechon Amr came Pri Revya to Hahafule because he had children. Even when he was a non Jew, he still had children. Rish Lakish Amr Shlakish says, Loi came Pri Revya. He was Makayim Pri Revu. Gershon is Gar. He called Shnaila Dami. A person who does Gar is considered like a freshly born child. So it's like he never had children. So now he needs to have children. And Vazalith Hamayu, they are Lashitasam. The Itmar, we have a statement. A person had children when he wasn't Jewish and then he underwent Gar. Rabbi Yechon Amr Yechon says, Ain Loi Bachar Lanachla, the Havle Rashis Ainoi. Doesn't have any bachar when it comes to inheritance purposes because he already had racious einay. Racious einay means the first of his vigor. That means he already had a first child. However, the first child he had was when he was not Jewish, and that child is not meyuchas after him when it comes to nachla, when it comes to inheritance. So therefore, even if he has a new child now after he becomes a ger, that's not considered his firstborn for nachla purposes. Rishlakish says yeshle bachar nachla. He does have a bachar nachla. Gershon is dami, and therefore, if he has a new child after he became a ger, that child is considered his bachar. And utricha, we have to have both of these. If we only had his first memo when he came to Puravu, you might think that Rabbi Yechon only says his sheet over there. That's because originally, even when he was not Jewish, he was still someone who was chayv in Puravu. Even Bnei Noach are commanded to populate this world. When it comes to Nachla, we know that when it comes to Nachla inheritance, non Jews aren't Miyachas after their fathers. You might think that he would agree to Rishlakish. If we only had the Nachla memra, maybe that's where Rishlakish holds his opinion. 
Yechanan. Aval Bahiba regarding the first memra, Puravu, Emamadil Rabbi Yechanan, perhaps he would agree to Rabbi Yechanan, Sricha, that's why we need to have both memras. Now, Esa, Rabbi Yechanan, Rish Lakish, Rabbi Yechanan, ask the question on Rish Lakish. We have a passage that says, But Esa, he shalach, Baroidach, Baladan, Ben Baladan, Melech, Bavel, and that time, Baroidach, Baladan, the son of Baladan, the king of Bavel, sent so on and so forth, whatever the passage is talking about. So we see from there that even non Jews have Yichas, we are Miyaches, this king, Baroidach, Baladan, to his father, Baladan. As long as they remain non-Jews, so then they are miyuchas after their parents. But Nizgairu, once a non-Jew becomes a ger, less luchayas, then they do not have any relationship with their parents or with their children, and they're considered without yichas. That's why Shlach Yishita, Gersh Nizgairu, Kikat and Shanaila, Dami. But Amarav, Rav says, Everyone agrees that a non-Jewish slave doesn't have anything to do with yichas, and therefore, even if he has children, his children are not miyuchas after him. Because the Pasuk says, Avravinu told Eliezer, who is his Eved, You should stay here with the donkey. What do we learn from here? Am Hadam el that Avadim are like a nation that are similar to donkeys. And just like donkeys don't have yichas, so too Avadim don't have yichas. Now, the Gemara says, how could you say that? The Pasuk says about an Eved that Mephibashis had, Mephibashis was a descendant of Shaul HaMelech, he had 15 children. So we see that Avadim do have yichas. So Amar Vachabar Yaakov, no, Kepar ben Bakar. And Eved's children are just like saying a young bull, the child of an older bull. Biologically, this animal is the child of that animal. But the relationship between parent and child in animals doesn't go passed biologically, nothing to do with yichas. So too by avadim. Biologically, this Evid had 15 sons, but in terms of yichas, they have no relationship. Ask Gemara, that's really so, hachinami, why didn't Rish Lakish answer that to Rabbi Yechanan? Why didn't Rish Lakish say that Beroidach Baladin Ben Baladon is just a biological connection, but it's not a yichas connection? The Gemara answer, Shani Hasim, that case is different, where miyaches him with his name and his father's name, it must be they have way more than just a biological relationship, because if not, there's no reason to mention his name and his father's name. The Hachan over here, when we're talking about Siva and his 15 sons, Loi Mefire, she doesn't say what his children's names are. Alternatively, we do find Yichos by a non-Jew with the father and the grandfather. Because the Pasuk says, Asa sent them, Asa was a Yid. He sent them to whom? El Ben Hadad, Ben Tavrimon, Ben Chazoyon, Melech Aram, Hayashib the Masak Lemar. So we see that we are Miyaches, non-Jews, after their father and after their grandfathers. It must be that non-Jews do have Yichos before they become Jewish. And continue to talk about Peruvu. Itmar was stated, a person had children, and in his lifetime they passed away. Ravuna Amar Kiem Perivia. He was still Makayim Peruvu. Rabbi Yechon Amar like him. He was Makayim Peruvu. Ravuna Amar Kiem Mishum Rav Asi. This is because of what Rasi said. Dom Rav Asi and Ben David Ba Al Sheichul Kol Neshamas Shabagov. Mishiach is not going to come until all the Neshamas in Guf are used up, are finished up. Shneir because the pasuk says Ki Rochmal Fana Yatoif. The spirit of redemption from before me shall be late born. What Rav Asi is saying is that there's a special storage chamber of Neshamas in Shemayim called Guf. When a child is born, a Neshama from Guf is placed into him. All the Neshamas from Guf have to be finished from Sheikh to come. And this person brought children into the world. He brought some neshamas out of Guf and they were put into his children. Even though his children passed away, he still brought children into the world and he still helped empty out this chamber called Guf and therefore he was Makayim Puravu. Whereas Rabbi Yechon Amr, he says, Loi came Puravu, he was Makayim Puravu, L'Shevz Yitzara Be'inon V'Halaka. We have to be Makayim the Pasuk that says, L'Shevz Yitzara, Hashem created the world in order to be inhabited and if his children passed away in his lifetime, he didn't help the world be inhabited because they passed away. Therefore, he was Makayim Puravu. We have a Braisa, Samach Bezon Bezon on top that says, B'nei Banim, Harayan Kibanim. Grandchildren are just like children. And right now we're assuming this is referring to when a person had two children, one of them died, but that child left over a child of their own. So we see that a person's grandchildren are only considered like their own children for Peruvu purposes if his children had children of their own, but not if his children died without children. Gemara says, No, that's not right. Kitanya Hashlim. That's talking about just for completion purposes, meaning it's really referring to a case where he had only a son, that son had a daughter. He was Makayim Peruvu through that. That, even if both subsequently die. The Gemara continues asking, Mesu, we have a brass that says, 
Gersh, Bnei Banim Harim Kibanim. Grandchildren are considered like children for Peruvu purposes. Mes Echemahem, if one of them dies, Oshinimsa Sris, if it turns out that he's sterile and he can't have children, like Kayim Peruvu, he was not the Kayim Peruvu. To Yofta Dravhuna, to this is a clear refutation to Ravhuna. And now talking about what we just mentioned, Bnei Banim Harim Kibanim, that his grandchildren are considered like his children for Peruvu purposes. Suffer by Lemem Rabbi Wanda to say, Bura Libra, Ubrata Libra, if a person's son has a son, or if a person's daughter has a daughter, and then his daughter or his son subsequently died, he's still Makayim Peruvu because he has a grandchild of that same gender. The Kalshikain Bra Librata, and for short, if his daughter had a son, even if his daughter passed away, he's still Makayim Peruvu because sons, boys, males are always superior. Avalbrata Libra Lai, the Havamina is, is that if his son had a daughter and then his son passed away, he's not Makayim Peruvu through that. Amalai Rava Barava told him, Lashavis Yitzarba, you know, Baha'ika. The whole purpose of Peruvu is to inhabit and populate the world, and he caused the world to be inhabited through his granddaughter, so he's Makayim Peruvu. Now the makes a statement, Everyone clearly agrees that a person is not Mekayim Peruvu if he has only one child and that child has a male and a female. Everyone agrees that he's not Mekayim Peruvu through that. He himself needs to have two children. Even if one of those children passes away, as long as that child has a child, he's Mekayim Peruvu. But once again, having one child, that child having two children, he's not Mekayim Peruvu through that. The Gemara says, Is that really so? The Rabbanon told Rav Sheshes, who had only a daughter, Nasev Itzav Bani. You have to get married to a woman and you have to have sons. But he told them, My daughter's sons are considered like my sons, so I was Makayim Peruvu. The Gemara says that's not a raya. He was just pushing them away. Rav Sheshes became sterile because of the Shirim of Rav Huna. Rav Sheshes was a Talmud of Rav Huna. Rav Huna's drushes and Shirim were really lengthy, and anyone that needed to relieve themselves in the middle would simply hold it in because they wouldn't dare leave in the middle. This caused them to become sterile. Rav Sheshes wasn't able to have any more children anyway, so he was just pushing off the Chachamim. Now, Amalai Rabbi how do we know this following thing that Rabbanon say? The grandchildren are considered like children. If you want to say it's from the following Pasuk, that Lavan had told Yaakov Avinu, Your daughters are my daughters, your sons are my sons. Lavan had also told him, Your sheep are my sheep. Does that really mean to say that the sheep are miyuchas to Lavan? That doesn't make any sense. Ella must be, what was he saying? That you got them and because of me. You only acquired them through me. It means also that the only reason why you have children is because you married my daughters. So what's the source for Bnei Banim Arim Kebanim? El Mehachetz from the following. It says in the Pasuk, Ba'acher Ba'chetzrein El Bas Macher Avi Gilad V'teil Loi Esagov Chetzrein, who's from Shevet Yehuda, marry the daughter of Machir, who's from Shevet Menashe. Okay, another Pasuk says, Mini Machir Yardu Mechaykekim From Machir came a Mechaykekim lawmakers. Okay, but then another Pasuk says, Yehuda Mechaykeki, Yehuda is my lawmaker. Now if the Mechaykekim, the lawmakers, are from Yehuda, then how can the Pasuk call the descendants of Machir, who's from Shevet Menashe, Mechaykekim? It must be that a grandchild is meyuchas to the grandfather in some aspect, even though the father is from a different shevet. And the market is talking about peruvu masisin the lab kerbishu. The mission is not like kerbishu. At the time you have a brayzer kerbishu aimer, he says nasa adam yishe bealdusa. If a person married a woman in his youth and then she passed away, yisa yishe bezeknusai. He should marry a woman in his old age. Hayulai banim bealdusai. If he had children in his young age, yulai banim bezeknusai. He should continue having children even when he's older. Shneir because the pasuk says babayker zara sarecha in the morning, which means in your youth you shall plant your seed ula erev, and in the evening, meaning even in your older age, al don't withdraw your hand. You don't know which one is going to come out to be good, this one or that one. Or if both of them are going to be good together. According to Yeshua, it's not enough just to have a male and a female or two males. A person always has to have many more kids, bring more kids into the world because he doesn't know which ones are going to end up living, which ones are going to be staying around, which ones are going to stick around in the Derech Therefore, we have this Pasuk of Babaiker and Ba'erev in the morning and in the evening when a person's young and even when a person's older. Now, Rabbi Kiva he uses this Pasuk for something else. If a person learned Tyre in his youth, Yilma Tyre 
say he should learn Torah in his older age. How you like Talmidim Yel Dusef? He had Talmidim in his younger age. You like Talmidim is like you say he should have Talmidim even in his older age. Shenar because the pasuk says by Biker Zara Zarecha Uva Erev so on and so forth. So we have Biker and Erev. And regarding the teaching of Rabbi Kiva, Amru they said Shnei Masar Elv Zugim Talmidim How you like Rabbi Kiva? Rabbi Kiva had twelve thousand pairs of Talmidim Migvas at Antiparis. They lived from the place Gvas all the way until Antiparis. V'Kulan Mesu Parak Echad and they all died in the same time period. That's because they didn't treat each other with the proper covid. And the world was completely desolate and empty of Torah. Until Rabbi Kiva went to the Rabbanim in the south. Rishonel Hemani taught them. Who were those Rabbanim? Rameir, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua. And they're the ones that upheld Torah at that time. And Tana the Brasa says, All of Rabbi Kiva's Talmidim died in the time period between Pesach and Shavuos. And Amr Avcham Bar Abba Vitem Ravchi Bar Avin, Kula Mesu Miso Ra, they all died a very terrible death. Mahi, what was that death? Amr Nachman, Askara. It was Askara. And Amr Masna, Halacha Rabbi Yeshua, the Halacha is like Rabbi Yeshua, that a person always has to have children, Babaikir and Ba'erev. And now we've gone from Puruvu to marriage. Amr Tanakham Amr Chanilai, call Adam Sha'ilai Isha, anyone that doesn't have a wife, Shari, Belay Simcha, Belay Bracha, Belay Taiva. He remains, he's without happiness, blessing, and goodness. Belay Simcha without happiness, the Pusik says, You shall rejoice, you and your bias. A bias is a reference to a wife. Belay Bracha without blessing, the Pusik says, To place Bracha on your house. Belay Taiva, the Chsevet says in the Pusik, it's not good for a person to be alone. When a person's married, it's taiv. When he's not married, it's not taiv. Marava Amri, in Hartz Yisrael, they say, A person without a wife is without Tyra and without a wall. It says in the Pasuk, Is my helpmate not with me? Helpmate over here is referring to a wife. Is wisdom pushed away from me? Sushia, wisdom, is reference to Tyra. Is without a wall. The Pasuk says, A woman will surround the man as a wall. Rav Bar Ulamar, he says, A person without a wife is without peace. The Pasuk says, says, You will know that your tent is at peace. A tent is a reference to a wife. And Amar Rishi ben Levi, If a person knows that his wife is a Yar and he doesn't have Tashmish with her, he's called a Chaytei, a sinner. Shinar the Pasuk says, So on and so forth. How do we dash in the Pasuk? Over here, the word Shalim is understand to mean Shalim, complete. If you know your tent, meaning your wife, is Shalim, she's whole and pure and she's Yar You shall visit your home, a reference to Tashmish, the Loitechta, and then you will not be guilty of sin. And for Amr Rishim Levi, Adam a person has to be piked his wife. Right now, we're understanding that piked his wife means he has to have tashmish with his wife at a time that he's going on a trip. Shemar the pasuk says, "Viadata kishayim alecha." Asking we learn it from there. We have a different pasuk that says, "Vel ishech teshukaseich." Your desire is going to be to your husband. This teaches that a woman has a deep desire for a husband at a time that he's going on a journey. Amr Vesef he says, "This whole memory of Rishim Levi is necessary." Elo samachavesta. When we're talking about Samach to her Vesas right near her period. Meaning, if this trip is taking place right around her period, Samach Levesta, he must be pike at her, even though usually he has to refrain from this. And Makama, what's considered Samach Levesta? Amarava, Aina, in Aina. And Aina refers either to a day or a night. And if he knows that she usually is going to get her period during the day, he has to refrain the entire day. Same with the night. The Mafarshim will here discuss what exactly it means to be pike at her Samach Levesta. Does it actually mean Tashmish? Or is it some other form of intimacy that usually would not be permitted this time because it's Samach Levesta? But now it's permitted because he's leaving on a trip. I think Mara further qualifies with Hani Mili, this is only Dvar Shus. If he's going on a trip for a Shus, it's optional. He's going on a trip with friends or something like that. Aval Dvar Mitzvah, but if his trip is a mitzvah trip, Mitzvah, so then he's Torahed and he's not Chayav to be Pike at his wife. Either because Ha'isik Mitzvah, Patim 
mitzvah, or because if he's too busy being paiket his wife, he might not end up doing this mitzvah. A person who loves his wife like his guf, he's mechabed her more than himself, meaning he spends more money on her clothing and things than he does on himself. And he guides and leads his children on the proper path, and he marries them off. Some say this means right around puberty time, others say it's a little bit later on. On him, the Pazak says, Furthermore, if someone who loves his neighbors, and he brings his relatives close, and he marries the daughter of his sister, specifically referring to the daughter of his sister, not the daughter of his brother. Since he has a closer emotional connection with his sister than he does with his brother, the assumption is that he's going to be very fond and close to his wife if his wife is the daughter of his sister. And what lends money to a poor person at a time of his need? All because of Amr, the Pazak says about him, then he's going to call out and Hashem's going to answer him, you're going to cry out and he's going to say, here I am. Two psukim before this, the Navi Lusa things we just mentioned in the Gemara, then he says this Pasuk, speaking of the reward one receives, Hashem's going to answer him when he calls out. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with six members from Rebbe Lazar. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.